Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Swing and a drive. Tape measure shot down the line. Burleson with a three-run homer. Cardinals continue to punish Joe Ryan. Fastball's up in the zone, and they are leaving in a hurry. Home run call of the day, Alec Burleson, Chip Carey, and Jim Edmonds. Excellent job. Excellent day. Excellent week. All right. We're lowering the heart rate from the trade deadline, and everything's settled back in. Baseball has now turned a corner. We're on the home stretch. Here we go. And the guy who is changed teams, or one of the guys who changed teams and ready for a home stretch because he returned home, is the Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather's back. He comes on, I'm going to say like once a month, maybe once every month and a half, whatever it is, we appreciate it. Joe Kelly is now a Los Angeles Dodger. And so it felt right for to get him back on the podcast. It was very important. And as you're going to hear, this, he's already got some good stories because that's what it's all about. Leaving Chicago after a stint there and now going to the Dodgers and what that trade was like, what it was like, why it was going through, what it was like leading up to it, what has been like since what it's like when he has to pay for a meal for all the uh, me and my rest of the rest of the writers and broadcasters. The hashtag 
fake pay. And just what it's like to be Joe Kelly right now. And we always like to hear from him because, again, this podcast probably wouldn't exist without him. That's science. All right. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you, FanDuel, for all your support, jumping on board and guiding this ship. We appreciate it. Producer Evan, he's just been a workhorse lately, doing so many different things, and we appreciate it. Go to the socials. He's really pounding away at those and growing those like at a rate that's almost incredible. At BB isn't boring. Twitter, Instagram, the works. Also, if you want, for all those people in Los Angeles who haven't read a damn near perfect game, read a damn near perfect game. Joe was just on MLB Network with Alana Rizzo. We thank Alana so much for having him on, talking about the book uh, and being part of the uh, the baseballs and boring family. So there you go. There's a lot going on. So everyone just settle down, sit back. And just just enjoy another appearance by Joe Kelly. Here you go. All right. If there was only someone who we could have on who knew what it was like to get traded, um, play in Chicago, play in Los Angeles, play in Boston, play in Los Angeles again, write a book, call in the middle of a podcast with one of his teammates. Have <laughs> <laughs> you talked to Brazier about that? Yeah. He, 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 that's like one of the first things he said to me. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, did you even hear me, man?" He's like, "No, nah, I can barely hear you." He's like, he's like, "But how how ironic or like how uh like how like perfect timing was that?" I was like, "Yeah, that, that was wild, bro." <laughs> so so in case people and, and I felt I I tweeted this out. I sent you the video of it, right? Of, of, yeah, I, I am. It was so embarrassing how bad I was in trying to patch you two together. So in case people don't know, uh, we're doing a podcast with Ryan Brazier and Joe caught why, and why we're doing the podcast. You were traded. Joe Kelly was traded and, um, and you called. And so I was trying to feel so bad. (laughs) I was like fumbling. And all you can hear is I'll call you later. Oh really? <laughs> so, 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 take, take, so I'll take you through from my perspective, and you take me through your perspective of that. So, my perspective is: I was doing a podcast with Ryan Brazier, the end of the trade deadline, which, by the way, was super interesting because all yeah, of a sudden well, he's like really good. He threw a cutter, and that was interesting. <clears throat> um, but uh, so, in the middle of it, there were somewhere in the report, they're close on the deal. Joe Kelly and Lance Lynn going to the Dodgers. So, uh, because uh, because uh, you are a man of the word, and I'm, I'm sure that you felt bad when I texted you. I said you're going to the Dodgers, and so you <laughs> so you immediately you immediately sprung into action, and so I texted you that, and then so next yeah. thing you know, you were calling. So when you call me, was that the first you heard of it, or had you heard about from it from other people, or people like texting you and calling you? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, you were probably the second person. I think okay. the first person to actually text me is uh, who was it? It was either my wife or I might have been Derek Gould of the St. Louis. Post- no, he was after because he. Oh, okay, so then maybe it was you or Ashley. Okay, there you yeah. go. You might have the timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I. I got the text and I started getting multiple texts and I was like, I mean, I haven't heard anything. You know what I mean? I, I haven't got a phone call. You know, I haven't even been to the field yet. I was 
just leaving my house and in Chicago at that time, the traffic isn't great. I was literally in the car and I started getting like all these congrats, like I said, and you know, Hey, welcome home, all those things. And I was like, what the heck is going on, bro? And so I called you. I was like, Hey man, what the hell? I got traded. And you're like, yeah, I think so. I mean, congrats. He's like, Hey, I'm doing a podcast with Ryan Brazier. And I was like, Brazier. So I said, tell him I said, what up? I was like, but I don't know what the heck's going on. Like, I still have to go to the field. I still have to get told from, you know, obviously our front office at, at the time with the White Sox. Uh, so there was nothing, not even like a heads up or, or anything, you know, obviously nothing from Andrew, um, nothing from uh, Rick, which is Rick Hahn, nothing from Andrew Friedman. I uh, hadn't had any of those. The only people that had an idea that I was traded was you guys and uh, the internet. So congratulations. Did you see? So I showed you. <laughs> You must have, of all the things that make you feel good, the Ryan Brazier, who do we get? And there's a pause. And then he's like, no shit. <laughs> he's just like got this enormous smile on his face. So, yeah. it, it, but uh, when, so I, and I, I, I apologize because in, when you call, I know that you're trying to get information and I'm like, hey, I'm doing a podcast. And like yeah. you're probably like I don't give a shit. Like what? Give me a picture of the podcast. I'm trying to find out where I'm trading to. Imme- yeah, I immediately like was calling my agent Sam and Seth, and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And they're like, "You know, I think it's close." Blah blah. blah. Uh, but so I was like, "Well, I have to go to the field, obviously, to pack my stuff up. I am traded, so I was going there anyway." So um, it wasn't until maybe thirty minutes after I got to the field, like I wasn't even told right away. Oh, that so, long. Yeah, so I still went to like put my my clothes on. Well, if I was traded, I knew I wanted to like still do my 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 program that day. Like I still wanted to get my throwing in, you know, for my new team. I still wanted to get my workout in for my new team. Um, so I put my uniform, uh, not my uniform. I put my pants on, uh, like a black shirt, my hat, and uh, walked through the training room. So what up there? What everyone's? I'm just like waving, like assuming I'm gone. And uh, I was like, I'll say bye when people tell me. So don't worry about it. So I went to go work out, rode the bike, lifted. Uh, Grayman at the time was getting traded too, so everyone's like telling us bye, um, but nothing was official. And then so I was like, "Great, well, you want to go outside and play catch for you know one last game of catch with the for for old times' sake, my buddy." Um, and so we went to go outside and play catch, and uh, we were told uh, take a step back. We were told like right before we were walking out, like not together, obviously, but I was Wait, told wa- that, wa- walking out to before we went to go play catch. Yeah, did you go play catch anyway? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh man, look at you. You're we're playing catch in another team's uniform. Gamer. <laughs> Literally. I was playing catch. I was property of the Los Angeles Dodgers, but only another team's pants. I didn't have a uniform. Oh, that's it? All right. Yeah, yeah. Hat, hat though, hat, another team's Oh, hat. by the way, that that reminds me. Big big news. The baby the what? biggest news. Blue and white baseballs and boring shirts are being shipped to the Dodgers Clubhouse. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. I left all the black and white ones. In, I know. In the, you did a terrible in the clubhouse. I haven't seen one of those yet. Not one. Nobody wears them. <laughs> the only people that wear them are like maybe a coach. Coaches here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can only put you in position to succeed. So there you go. Um, um, so that's awesome that you got you went out and played catch in another team's uniform. And then you come <laughs> back. Then you come back in. Then but, you come- but Graven played catch in shorts and a t-shirt. He was smart. He's uh, like, nah. Like catching shorts in a shirt. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's what's when that is that whole dynamic is weird. 
I mean, forget about the podcast dynamic. The, the fact that you and Graveman are traded at the same time, your buddies, obviously. And yeah, so, right. yeah. So, like, what's that conversation like? It's like, hey, because you've both been traded before, but yeah. it's but it's like, okay, hey, I'll uh, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Uh, I got to go <laughs> do my packing. I got to make the phone calls. I mean, yeah. what what happens after you? What I'm trying to say is, what happens after you play catch? Uh, you go back and just start saying bye to everyone as quick as you can. Get all the clubby's information so you can write some tips. Um, wait for the media to or the penalty to make an official shoot our, you know, press conferences and leave. Um, but no, it was one of those things where he's going to the, the Astros and I'm going to the Dodgers. I said, well, we might have fifty fifty chance to win a ring. Good luck, buddy. You know, see you later. Be the World there's, Series. Yeah, there's there's nothing that there's nothing else you do pretty much. You just cool. pack and leave. Who told you when you walking out to play catch? Who told him? Who told you? Who told me that? Well, I came in the office. I came. They, they grabbed me and they took me in the office. And told me. Oh, okay. Then you went out and play catch. All yeah, right. they officially told me. Yeah. All right. Um, so the, now is the the big question of like, okay, the Dodgers, and um, I, I got to think that is best case scenario for you. Like so. The 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 best the the question I have is what where did you think that you in the heart of hearts and in, in deep down in your gut where did you think you were going to end up you knew you're going to be traded I mean come on you need yeah to- I knew I knew I was going to get traded yeah you know I knew that the Dodgers needed some bullpen help um, so I think deep down inside I knew that they needed it I knew I was going to trade it uh, I just hoped that it was a it was a good matchup you know a good fit. Uh, obviously, going with Lance Lynn, you know who pitched awesome yesterday. Typical Lance Lynn start, you know, give up three runs, some somehow mixing two homers or three homers. Uh, but no, I knew uh, if, if me and Lance Lynn were going to get traded, uh, you know, I knew that it would be between a couple teams. It's not like you know every team needed exactly in a reliever or every team needed a starter, um, you know, together like a package deal. Uh, so with with that on the table, uh, I knew it was kind of between a few teams and. Ended up, you know, being perfect. Uh, I don't know about Lance. You know, he's he he knows, you know, kind of more of West or not West Coast, East Coast. You know, like or, or Central. Um, he's never really, you know, stayed in California or, or played on the West Coast. But I know he was excited, and I knew that he, you know, had a no trade clause to the Dodgers. But ultimately, with with what he's known about them, what what I've told him from the Dodgers, like you know, what they know about you know, fixing mechanics, whether it be, you know, some things on, you know, what I think you should throw to hitters and, and, and moving forward to make you a better pitcher. Um, and so he had like 10 teams and no trade pauses. So I did not know that. I, yeah, I, yeah. He had a, he had a lot of, did you, uh, so did you have to, you know, when he's included, did you have to say, Hey, listen, it's okay. Wave your no trade. Oh, he wanted to. He was he was talking to me. He's like, "Hey, with the Dodgers, I'm gonna wave it." Like, you know what I mean? I'll tell him, "V, I'll tell everyone, I'll, I'll wave it." Like, I would love to go to LA. I was like, because he just knows how how great an organization they are, and and uh, you know how well of a a well oiled machine of the, that team in, in front offices. I also informed you because I'm here to educate. I also informed you you could get traded when you're on the injured list. You're welcome. yeah, I had no, you had no idea. No, I thought you couldn't. <laughs> Like, hey, Rob, can you get traded on the injury? Like, I'm supposed to get traded, but, you know, I'm, I'm taking on the injury. I have to hurry back. Yeah, that was like, that was a couple of days before I got activated. Well, I mean, when 
it, not to say that you're worried. I mean, that's not the right word, you know, and because I don't want to disparage, you know, your team, your White Sox team or whatever. But you also like it's, it be, when it became a reality that you were going to be traded. There is like a timeline here of like, OK, I, I better feel good. I want to feel yeah. good. I want to get yeah. active. I want to show teams, you know. Yeah, there's always a there's always that. But luckily for me, my injuries weren't or, or nothing major. Uh, it was something that I was like really, really, really bad. Where you know, I knew there was a timeline of, of where I needed to go out and perform. Uh, it would have been fine, but or it wouldn't have been fine. But for me, I mean, I threw I I threw another outing, you know, before I went on the injured list uh, with the same injury that you know put me on the injured list. Um, Sorry, but that put me on the injured list, you know, in, in Oakland. Um, so it wasn't like it was one of those things that I was worried about coming back because I know I would be. So it it was it was fun, but it was nerve wracking. Like, hey, I need to get activated, you know, ASAP, you know, and and kind of do a showcase. Uh, yeah, teammates were telling me like, oh, you're gonna pitch today. It's a showcase. And, you know, like me being a little bit witty, I, I was like, nah, bro, there's no showcases here. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's a joke case. Like, just kind of trolling them. I was like, no, nah, it's a joke case, bro. Like, put me in the game. It's just it's just for how the other scouts ultimately. <laughs> well, your first joke case was awesome. Like, you struck out the side. Hold on, Ashley, call me. Oh, <laughs> Patch her through. <laughs> hey, babe. I'm doing a podcast with Rob Bradford on, on Zoom, so you're on Zoom. She said, oh, shit. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> what are you doing? She said hi. What are you doing? Okay. Well, let me let me call you back after because I still gotta eat and stuff. Tell her I said what up. Okay. Love you. There you go. Wow. Yeah. And I, that's all we do is have people call under. <laughs> uh, so your first Joe case was you struck out the side, right? Yeah. Your second Joe case. Let me just tell you this. I haven't sure, told I you. What? Yeah, you struck out the first hit on a wild pitch. Um, an exact. So in the flurry of, uh, you know, I, I might get a text or two from executives. Why? Because who read the who read the book, who know what co-authored. Yeah, like, hey, what's what's up with your book? No, I said, said uh, tough showcase. <laughs> like, and so I rattled off here. Why don't you read chapters one through six to get the real feel? And, yeah, it also. Focus on the first one, not the second one. So there you go. So it's congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. The first one was a joke case. The second one was a showcase. <laughs> <laughs> they both don't go. <laughs> it all worked out. So um, the Dodgers, like, so when does Friedman call you? Um, after my workout, pretty much. Okay. So, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. He gives right. us time. Like, yeah, he, he, he called me. Yeah, I mean, our workouts are like 10 minutes, bro. See me, I'm swole. Uh, so he like, he called me. He's like, hey, man, excited to see you. Welcome back. Um, you know, it, it all happens pretty quick, not going to lie. There's no pep talks? No, nah, pep talks are for losers who need to be fucking inspired. You know what I mean? There's no pep talks when you're like, when you're winning. Like Knox, <laughs> when my son did the pep talk, he had to do that for the boys because we were losing. So, no, nah, pep talks are, are for people who are, aren't very good. Has does Knox even remember doing the pep talks? He does a little bit, yeah. He does. Yeah, he, he, he was, was young. young. Yeah, he was really young. He's excited to come back. He's like, man, I'm seeing my California friends in like in a year. Like he'll name this one a year, you know, that one in a year. Um, so he's pumped. 
So when so when you you talk to Friedman, you go back to Los Angeles. You know, one of the things and this is a wonky baseball question, but it came up with Brazier. Ways, you know, his whole thing is still like baffles me. I mean, it's like they like, hey, hey, we think you can throw a cutter. You've never thrown a cutter. You all right? You gonna live? I got COVID. Oh, right. <laughs> That's why you're in a hotel room. Yeah. Uh, um, but you know, we're gonna throw this cutter because we think you can throw a cutter. You'll be good. Next thing you know, he's really good. This is what, and I, I told him. I said, I remember when you were signing with the Dodgers, like how they told you, if we see this, we see that, we see this, boom, yeah. there you go. Um, has there been that sort of conversation since you got back there? Uh, we've, we've, we haven't done it. No, that's pretty drastic to throw a pitch, a whole new pitch. Uh, well, not a whole new pitch, but just like here. We no, see yeah. 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 We've had conversations on what I'm going to throw to righties versus what I'm throwing lefties. Pretty much simplify, you know, check my grips, see where my grips are at. Um, tinker with thing here and there, but yeah, not, not, nothing nearly as drastic as Brazier. So um, it's, it's just, you know, what can I throw down the middle, you know, besides, uh, and we can throw it down the middle, mix in a couple of times and, and get away with, you know, efficient innings. What's the, what's the thing that you've like the right now, even the little subtlest thing that you change from when you were pitching the what with the white Sox to when you pitch with the Dodgers? Well, I haven't pitched. I've only pitched once, but that was, you know, I yeah. haven't tried, tried out anything new that, that we've been talking about yet. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be probably uh, a little bit different orientation uh, of, of my breaking ball. Uh, you know, I throw both of them, and they're kind of they're kind of both good in, in their own in their own ways. Uh, but I'm predominantly going to throw uh, one one of my grips I have on one of them. Uh, I'm going to kind of move move over on a, on, on a seam um, to make it a little bit less four seam dramatic, uh, and then use that one predominantly versus, you know, this, this, this kind of hitter and then use the other one towards the other kind of hitter. But before I was kind of just throwing, you know, throwing, throwing whatever I felt like was fun that day. Um, you know, I'd, I'd throw the curveball and the slider, uh, in the, to the same hitter more if it felt good. Um, but I think, uh, we're kind of going to narrow down the focus on, um, you know, this X kind of breaking ball, this kind of hitter, X kind of breaking ball, this hitter, and then kind of just go from there and, and abuse them with it. How's that happen? Like they just they just say I mean they oh they dive awesome. in look at the numbers they bring the computer in they're like hey we need to throw this one they look that's, at the, what the movement is and they sit on the couch and it's like hey let's go throw this one and we go play catch like hey how's it feel all right let's tinker with this now all right hey it look more like this all right hey look at this one to this batter from two years ago this year um, that's exactly how it happens in the clubhouse it is the same thing I mean just like when you left I mean yeah that's, that was two years ago great. yeah it's awesome. Yeah. So speaking of awesome, I don't know what it's like to have an entire stadium give me a standing ovation. I mean, what do you mean? You get one in Fenway? No, I'm trying to think of the closest I've ever come to anything. Oh, uh, it's a media game from the New York. Oh, believe Boston me. Media. Oh no, no. That yeah, from the other team. Thank you for just like stumbling thank around. Giving it up. Yeah, thank you for, thank you for giving it up. Um, but I, I'm literally I. Uh, so anyway, I'm trying to think of anything that might like the best like feeling of people like saying, "Hey, we like you a lot." I can't think of anything. 
But for, <laughs> that's sad, man. That, that hurts my heart. I actually, it was probably your appearance oh. on MLB Network when you compared me to Autocorrect. So, yes, <laughs> that's that's the biggest glory of your life. Yeah, it was. What an aphrodisiac that was for my fan, for my wife. It was great. Uh, Better than clams on the half shell. Yeah, exactly. or oysters on the half shell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oysters equal and Joe Kelly's appearance on MLB Network. Um, but uh, but that's cool. Like that was. I know that I earned you know four hours of sleep, meet with the media, you know, so forth and so on. But still, I mean, that's. That's a pretty cool thing when you came out of the bullpen and people, that place went nutty. Yeah, it went bonkers. It was the loudest I've ever been uh, in an atmosphere, I think, you know, for a, a sudden jolt. Um, it was cool, though. I mean, it was one of those things where our pitcher was, was pitching pretty well. And then, you know, Ferd comes in kind of kind of quick where he didn't expect to, you know, be in the game as soon as he thought. And then all of a sudden, Ferd gets in trouble, like, hey, Joe, get hot. And, like, you're going to get in next hitter. I was like, Sure. Uh, and so, you know, warming up, it, it was great. You know, it was, it was loud, but, you know, right when the gates opened and I started running in, um, it was pretty electric. But I think when my song got played and then they announced my name, um, the place went wild. And I was like, oh, this is sweet. Like, you know, I, I really don't really, like, notice it sometimes. But, you know, big moments I, like, purposely tell myself, hey, like, try to enjoy it because otherwise I'm numb to a lot of things. It's like, who gives a shit type of thing. Where it was like, I, I was like, I had to like purposely like tell myself I might be a psychopath, like to like focus on the crowd and like, make sure you hear them, you know, because it would have just went by and I'd be like, Oh, whatever. Stroke strike. Because I knew that eventually I'd get a question like, Hey, how was the crowd? And I'm like, oh, it was fine. <laughs> but I knew I didn't want to sound like an asshole to, to the world. So I was like, well, fuck, I need to, I need to lock it in and be like, Hey, the crowd was great. They had a standing ovation. And then when I told myself that and I looked for it, it was like, all right, I enjoyed it. Then, you know, maybe I should start looking for it a little bit more. The only other uh, the only other time I can remember that was like that, and when you went back to Dodger Stadium, you got it, but not like that, because obviously you're on no, the heck no. Yeah, no. But uh the the opposite, which was Yankee Stadium, after you got in the Tyler Austin thing, right? Like that yeah. was loud. That was loud in in the other way, but still. Well, I think it was loud in the other way this year too, and when we played Houston, when I came. Oh, really? Game, oh, it was nuts. Place went wild. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like the only other time that in Yankee Stadium, like just like rattling loud. You know what I mean? Like it was a touch under under like the Dodgers, and it was like a, right at there with the Yankees. I think. All right, so give me the give me a good like behind the scenes meeting up with old teammates story or just it, interacting with people in Los Angeles story. Not that like, Oh, you know, cause we all know. Yay. They applauded for you. Yay. Joe, welcome back. We love you. You know, all that. Give me, give me some good stories. You got anything? Um, I mean, the stories, like good stories are different to you and to me and to the regular person. You know what I mean? Like, I think they all suck, but like to like, for a regular person, but like that's cool, or to you, you'll be like, "All right, that makes sense." But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it was weird the first day of being back to me, honestly, because like I played with a lot of those guys on the Red Sox, I played a lot of those guys on the Dodgers. So it was like the 2018 World Series team just like kind of combined a little bit. <laughs> and so like it was it was weird like seeing this those guys like together. Like so like I knew like JD was on the team already. Like 
but it's weird to see, you know, JD Martinez uh, and so to say uh, Max Muncy, like it goes Max Muncy, JD Martinez, and then my locker now the Dodgers. So it's weird to see like JD Martinez and Max Muncy, like literally locker mates because like, it was like, Oh, I had a ring with JD. I had a ring with Max. And like, now I see him in the same clubhouse together. And then like, now I'm right next to them. So JD's in the middle of me and Max Muncy of our lockers. So like, it's kind of interesting. Like I was like, man, this is a weird, weird feel. It's like, what, like I see the name, I talking to him and then I like look over and then it's Max. I see the name, start talking to him. Like, this is kind of like just <laughs> awkward. So like, it was just kind of all a blur, honestly, the first day and, 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 and it didn't feel normal. Like even though I pitched and then the next day, like coming in the locker room, I was like, all right, this feels better. But then I started like sitting down talking to all the guys and they're like, fuck, it's like, you were literally just here. But I felt like it was like 10 years ago. They're like, it's so great to have you back, you know, like talking shit in the team thread already. And, um, it was, it's like, making people laugh and they're like, gosh dang, like it felt like it was literally like a day, like you were gone. But like, that's what they're telling me. But like for me, it felt like a while, a while, a long time, you know, obviously <laughs> due to the circumstances, but uh, no, it's, it's just fun. It's fun to be a part of. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was just a weird vibe, you know, first day, like they put my locker, I'm like, who's my locker next to? They're like, oh, JD. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then one down, it's Max. I'm like, this is, this is just so, so weird, man. The, um, so JD told me this at the All-Star game, and Brazier said it as well, said the vibe, and you've only been there a few days, so I don't know, maybe you don't know this yet. He said it does feel like the 2018 Red Sox vibe, like that team. And, like, you are the Dodgers teams. Every team's different, right? Yeah. But, but they said, like, they, he went out, they both went out of the way and said it feels like that vibe <laughs> there with that team. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so far for me. It feels like my old teams, so and my old teams are winners. So I think that uh, if that that's fair to say, you know, all you do is win. There you go. I mean, no, the old teams that were on were winners. So if 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 if, if, if that's what they're saying, if it feels like the old team, then yeah, and I'm saying it feels like the old team. There any good man on the street stuff mingling with the riffraff? Oh, uh, it's. There's no riffraff out here, man. This is all uh, riff, riffraff. I don't mean that in a direction. Uh, <laughs> man, Rob man, Bradford, racist <laughs> LA riffraffer. <laughs> I don't think anyone would say riffraff is racist. <laughs> you never know. It could be. Why are you going to cancel me? All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what podcasts are for, dude. What do you, oh, Rob Bradford, the hot take. Rob Bradford is not racist. I'm Mexican. <laughs> loves me. It's been great, man. I've been going out, you know, getting Einstein bagels, coffee, anything. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's great. The people out here, like just would like yell at me. And then it's like, do a drive by kind of thing. Like right now, I'm in Pasadena, so it's kind of nicer. Like, hey, bro, good to have you back. And, but like, no photos and stuff. So that's that's pretty chill. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 always a good time. It's going to be harder when Knox goes to school and stuff because you know Knox likes to pop off. Be like, hey, my dad's back. Da da da. And so like, you know, waiting in, school, waiting in line to go pick him up. You know, it's like, dad, come say hi. It's like, no, buddy, get in the car. We got to go. I got to go to the field. Or, um, but it's fun for him and it's fun for it's fun for our family. You know, to be to be home and you know to be here and, and be around our friends by the so. way this this is history for this podcast the first ever time within a five-day span that we've done two podcasts in a pasadena hotel really well that was what brazier was doing <laughs> oh yes there you go <laughs> same curtains <laughs> so 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Speaking of podcasts, another thing that I asked Mookie, you got to live? What's wrong with you? I got a cold. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, I asked Mookie at the All Star Game how he how has he changed since Boston. He said, "I have a podcast." He loves he? his po- he love yeah yeah he, oh, he loves his podcast. What's it called? I don't know. Huh. I should know. I should know. The why yeah, that's messed up, bro. Yeah, but, but he he loves he loves his podcast. So there you go. Right. Goal. Goal. It's called he loves his podcast. I mean, it's for me. It's it's the podcast that Mookie Betts does and loves. So there you go. You should name it. It's called He Loves His Podcast. <laughs> yeah. What's the podcast called? Yeah, He Loves, he his, loves, podcast. He loves his Podcast. He Loves His Podcast. He, uh, so, Mookie, uh, since you left, like, Mookie is, is next level in terms of his uh, celebrity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think so. I mean, oh. to me, he's the same guy. <laughs> I think I think to you and yeah I think he's next level celebrity I guess. Listen, if you have a po- if you have a podcast you're a celebrity that's all I know so there you go. But yeah, uh, but sure. okay tell tell me what you're really thinking. I don't know I don't feel that vibe. No I'm not saying it's in a bad way. No like next level celebrity like you're like like this guy's BTS or like Justin Bieber like where you like as he just walks down the street and is getting like you know the limo stocked with you know. I don't know, paparazzi. So no. I, I, I don't see that. No, I, I'm not saying that. Don't. Okay. No, first of all, you're you're saying like I'm. You're canceling me in like 50 different ways on this podcast. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying that like he's changed. I'm saying that how everyone wanted him to be the the face of baseball. Yeah. And I'm just saying like he's closer since you left. I feel like he's closer to the face of baseball than he was when you left. That's fair. Yeah. All right. If he was Shohei uh, Otani. I mean, let's, yeah, I get it. Yeah. The, oh, all right. Well, is there uh, – so any anything else? Like, so now you have – this is it, man. This is it. Two, three this months. This is my retirement podcast. Joke's on you guys. I'm retiring. Oh, which, by the way, we, we finished that contest. What was it? For the book. Oh, who won? Oh, we don't know yet. I have to find a oh, Joe Kelly. You said to, you finished. Yeah, we did. We stopped taking entries, but I have to find a Joe oh. Kelly. Ba- it's not easy finding a Joe Kelly baseball card. Is it? <laughs> it's just as rare as like a Charizard, you know, holographic card. In, in case anyone doesn't know, hard that, the, the contest was that uh, people buy the book. They give a receipt. Uh, they get a signed sticker by you to put on the book. So you get a signed book. You get a baseball card. And if the baseball card's Joe Kelly, uh, you get two opening day tickets for next year. Like you said. What about my dogs, though? What do you mean? It's in Korea, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't it in Korea? I don't know. We should have put put an asterisk next to it. Yeah, we should have because I'm not paying jack crap to fly someone to Korea. No, it's not. You don't have to to pay anyone to go there. You just give them the tickets. 
Yeah, but then they're not going to want to go there opening day. That's so much money to fly that, out of the country. That's their prerogative. That's the price you pay. It might be the best police job ever. Like, here's opening day tickets. We don't have to give them away because it's in Korea. That's that's not our goal that's to flee to fleece these people. We want we want them to enjoy the book. And we what want if I'm them- in the Mexican league, or like, what if I'm like in the Korean league? What if I'm not even in Major League Baseball? Opening day tickets to the Savannah and Bananas. <laughs> you you keep drawing like. You keep dropping the retirement thing. Like every time I talk to you, I'd like to joke about it. It's fun. I know you're. you're yeah. spro- Listen, here's the thing: if you can jump over a couch on a skateboard and still throw a hundred, you're not allowed to retire. It's against That's the fair. rules. That's fair. What if it's ninety nine and I'd like, and I biff it going over the couch like maybe once, but I could still clear it. What's What's the most athletic, uh, what impressive athletic feat you have done in the last six months? Six months. Uh, other than pay for my meal. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. It's stupid. And I'm not talking about on the baseball field. Yeah, yeah. I had a skateboard in the clubhouse in Chicago. Um, you did? I was, yeah, I was landing some pretty pretty cool tricks I haven't landed in a while. Okay. Yeah. A couple the, hard uh, flips. <laughs> which I really- Mike Clevenger, by the way, landed a 360 flip, which was pretty sick. He did? Yeah, he said if I land this 360, he would say it every day. But he's like, if I land this, we're going to win it all. And he finally landed it. And we all got traded. So and then he traded. I love it. But by the way, I, I made quick mention of the meal that we had. You know what was classic about that? It was, first of all, thank you. It was a great time. Yeah, uh, it was awesome. Got, that was fun. We had, a, we had our book party for everyone that doesn't know. Yeah, it's it was like yeah, but it was it was just perfect the whole scene on the Chicago River and everything else. But the the best part about it, which I on the broadcast I gave like everybody tons of shit about, which was the fake pretending to pay for a check. Will oh my will, god, will, 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 no, will, but will will Fle- will Fleming will you like broadcast oh, yeah, the bro- broadcast the broadcast partner who had the master class. Of faking to pay for a check, like I he, love that. He's like he's yeah. like he's like six foot seven, and he's like his arms are like reaching over the table. <laughs> it's like Joe, no, 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 dude. That is my favorite time. Like when people do that, it's just like because I know that I know that they know that I know that it's fake. You know what I mean? It's not. Like it's uh, it only works like if someone is just like as rich as me, you know what I mean? And like we battle, like we grab it at the same time. You know what I mean, like that's the real like pay for it. But it's not. But it's like when other people do it, it's like just don't even do it. Like you know what I mean? Just say thank you for dinner and move on. Don't even like fake pay for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can I tell you? So why Will's like extending his eight foot arms, like pretending to pay? Yeah. I'm doing like the, I'm doing yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing the reaching into my wallet and my wife literally literally grabbed my arm and pulled it down. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was She's like smart. she won't be as like we won't be able to pay for our kids college education if you pay for this bill. So Yeah, she was smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Will's the best. that was great. <laughs> I love it. He's going to love this. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely cutting this. Oh, I'm definitely cutting this. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm cutting it like it's it showing people. I like this. Oh. I, I, I find this like is is the best. It's the the people who pretend to pay is so it's so awesome. How different? This and then you trend the people who pretend to pay. 
And then you have, and then you have uh, hashtag people who pretend to pay. <laughs> then you have Jemai Webster and Julian McWilliams at the end of the table. They like, acted like what? they didn't even what? see. What happened? What? Oh, we're leaving. We're leaving. Now? <laughs> we're leaving. Oh, dinner's over. Oh, wait, it's paid for. All right, let me. Jemai, Jemai acted like he couldn't hear the whole night just because he was like game planning for when the bill came. He's like this. Oh, we're we're done. <laughs> Where's everyone going? Dessert, yeah, I'll have dessert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, it made me remember. Also, we saw a teammate at that restaurant that time. I was shocked. Trade, traded Jake Burger. I was shocked. Yeah, me you too. Might, you must have been shocked, right? Yeah, I was shocked he got traded. He was shocked I talked to. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of said out of left field, blindsided. That 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 was out of nowhere. 25 pumps? Yeah. I like I like watching him play. Yeah, he's a great hitter. He'll figure out defense. He's he's solid at defense. Everyone like dogs him on D, but he's a good athlete. But just because he looks husky and, and you know kind of thick, he can he can move, bro. He's one of the fastest guys on the team. Yeah. He also has a great hat. Great hat. I great love can him. lines. Yeah. Great. Yeah. My son, yeah. I used to get hitting lessons. <laughs> he what? That's my son. I give him hitting lessons. Oh real? Oh, with, with oh, the, oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, All right, man. I gotta go eat. I'm starving. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I uh, I look over at my dad, and I I realize that in the silence between us, that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.